Hey, it's Lexi, host of the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast, and this is Summer School. These episodes have been designed to be short, actionable, and super helpful to your future and ongoing success in your beauty business. Let's not dilly dally. The sunshine is waiting. Something that we have been discussing a lot in the Dream 10 lately and just in my DMs in general is like, what if I want to make a change in my business? So I posted something on my stories over on my Instagram and I said that it comes up often, but we don't often stop long enough to really like let it sink in. And it's that you're the one taking the risk. If you're an entrepreneur, you're the one taking the risk putting your heart and soul into your business, putting your stuff on the line, right? Like cash and and time and effort and energy and investment. You're the one making the investment. You're in charge of your business. So is it working for you? Does it make sense? Like you're the you're the shot caller of this situation. And if it's not, that's also on you. And so sometimes uh, we've just got to have that hard little conversation with ourselves and go, okay, I'm not happy where my business is and I need to make a change. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I, I think in, in all honesty, I think it's pretty normal and something that entrepreneurs face often. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, like let's just talk about your life. Uh, if you're unhappy in your life, that's your fault. Like nobody did that to you. Like, yes, other people may have had a hand in circumstances or changing things, but ultimately like that's your past and your future is completely up to you. So I think that it's tough though when we think about our businesses because we pour so much into them and they're not exactly us, right? It's just an extension of ourselves that if if you don't often come back to the moment and go, okay, this is what I want for my business and this is what is currently happening and like, where am I? You got to do a little check-in and I'm all about like check-ins and honoring your priorities and all of these things that you've heard me talk about before, but I don't think we've talked about this topic specifically in that like you're in charge of your business. You are in charge of where your business is headed and frankly, if you're only planning for your business six months ahead or even like for next year, you're not really planning for your business. Like we need to be talking much longer term goals for you to be really, really seriously planning for your business. Now, I also know that that stresses you out. And so that's why we go like a quarter at a time or a year at a time. But we do talk about long term goals in anything that I'm coaching you on about business planning, right? Like we're always doing that. And I recognize like, don't think like you're a failure because you don't have five years planned out in a business plan. That's not at all what I'm saying, nor do I want you to feel like that. But I do want you to recognize that it takes a level of planning to get your business to where you want it to go. So I think that's a perfect time for me to tell you about my quarter four holiday business planning workshop series. Okay, we're starting on August 30th and I want you to be there. You are getting access to a private Instagram page with weekly updates from me. Plus you get three live workshops where it's we're working through things together. I'm right there holding your hand. You Q&A, you get my ultimate planning worksheet. You are getting seriously so much stuff. There is a master spreadsheet that you're getting with the planning workshop that is Seriously, probably the coolest thing that I've ever made. It's going to change your business. And we're only talking about quarter four, which this is freaking bananas. I just want to make sure that you're there on August 30th. So click the link here in the show notes or jump over to my Instagram and you're going to see me talking about it a ton. But make sure you sign up before August 30th so you get access to everything. And the the three workshops are going to be one in August, one in September, and one in October. I want you there. I want you to make this quarter four, not just holiday. So last year we just did holiday planning. This is quarter four planning entirely. This is all of the experience that I have 
in teaching business planning, rolled up, simplified, perfected, and it freaking works. And I want that for you. But that is neither here nor there to this podcast episode, except for you need to go save your seat because there are limited seats. But if you want to make changes in your business based on like, okay, Lexi, yes, I am in the driver's seat. Yes, I am in charge of my business and it is my responsibility. And I am the one like putting myself out there on the line and doing this as a one man show or a couple man show. And I'm the leader or a partnership or something along those lines. If something's not sitting quite right and you need to make changes, that's also your responsibility and you have to plan for that too. The first thing I always ask anyone who I'm working with, whether that's just like in the DMs or if you're a coaching student, a Dream 10 Mastermind student, alumni club, or you're doing a VIP day, I am all about wanting to know your priorities. And with that being said, I also want to know your priorities if you're doing the planning workshop series. I don't want to set you up for failure because I have done that, right? I built my business all wrong in the beginning and slowly but surely am building and rebuilding always different iterations of my business. But it's it's about taking ownership of what you want for your life. And the first thing that you have to know is what are your priorities, right? You knew I was going to say that. I know you did because you listened to the podcast. So what are they? And like, what's important to you? And what are your non-negotiables? And can we figure that out? And even like, I know often for me, that was a hard thing because my business is my priority. And and if you don't have kids or you're not married or you're not in a serious relationship, or maybe you're, you're, you don't have a great relationship with your family or any of those things, like those are the standard priorities that people call out. Your priority can be that I need three days off a week and I need to spend time in nature. Like it doesn't have to be earth shattering, although, you know, it can be. Whatever is important to you. A lot of people have different priorities and that's absolutely fabulous because it's your business, your life, your priorities, and your definition of success, which ultimately is making you want a change in your business, right? Because you're you're looking for success on your terms. And this is such like a buzzy, hot, fiery, hot topic, uh, I think, in our industry because there's so many people, uh, myself included, that's live a life by your design. Like just people on the internet are annoying and say stuff like that. I have my hand up. Don't you worry. Am I rolling at myself? But it's true. This is what I teach, right? Like I want you to build a business based on your priorities and I want you to grow a business based on your priorities as they change. And so that's why I thought this conversation was so important, but it is so annoying to me. And I'm just going to be really honest about that. I mean, I'm always super honest with you, but I'm going to be extra transparent here. I think it's super annoying when people are like selling you the stars and telling you the only way that you can be successful is their way or the only way you can be successful is by, you know, like abandoning the salon and going and renting a suite. Or the only way you can be successful is if you X, Y, and Z, right? Is if you follow this exact pattern. This is the only way you can price yourself to be successful. Uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. And I know that's not true firsthand because there's a million different ways to run a successful beauty business. And I work with so many of you that do it all so differently. I work with sweet owners. I own, I work, I own a rental salon that is ran very differently than other rental salons. I work with commission salon owners. I work with other rental salon owners. I work with sweet gals. I work with just, you know, stylists that rent in a rental salon. I work with stylists who are commissioned in a rental salon primarily. I deal with the whole deal. I, I know people who have rented like an entire salon space and operate by themselves and have one assistant. I know all the different ways you can have a beauty business. And I'm telling you, there is no one way to success. What matters is what works for you. 
right? And if you enjoy nurturing people, then you should be a leader potentially with employees. If you don't enjoy nurturing people and you don't like to work with people, then maybe you should work by yourself, right? Like if you don't work well with others, that's okay. You can work by yourself. And if that makes you happy, that's amazing. If you miss people, work with people. All of these things are fine. You just have to know what works for you and what makes sense for you. And there's no right or wrong way. And so I totally am annoyed by uh, the people who are, you know, like in my space as as educators or business coaches and, and specifically in the beauty industry that are like, this is the only way to do it. Well, you're wrong because there are so many different ways to be successful and the only version that actually matters is what you think is successful. Hello, right? Like it doesn't matter what I think success is and that's why I rarely give you my definition of success because I want you to think of your own. I want you to do this on your own terms. I want this to be for you and that is why I'm like literally, I want you to design your life and business according to your priorities. And so when I say it, you don't get to eye roll because I really mean it. <laughs> Just totally kidding. You can eye roll if you want to, but I really do mean it and, and it works. And I have countless different success, air quotes, stories that I could tell you about people that I've worked with, but that's not why we're here today. I just want you to know that changes in your business are possible, but you cannot make positive change in your business towards a new success definition, or maybe it's an old success definition that you just got sidetracked from without first knowing your priorities and then making sure that you honor them in the process. The next thing I want you to do uh, is, and I'll get off my like soapbox here, but the next list of things that I'm going to ask you are things that you really tangibly need to write down. You need to think about this stuff. You need to give yourself time. And and so the first thing is like, I want you to write down like an old school pro and con list when you had that weird boyfriend in junior high, right? But it's about your business. I want you to write down all the things that are going really well in your business. I want you to write down all the things that are not going well in your business and things that you would like to change. And I want you to give me as much detail as possible. Give yourself as much detail as possible. And then think about this. What is that definition of success? So write that down next. So first we know what you're looking at here with the good, here with the bad. And then from there, I want you to really work through what can you immediately change? And and what does that look like for you? And does it match? that definition of success that you've also delineated and defined for yourself. So if there's something that you can immediately change, like if it's a schedule issue or if it's you're not charging enough or if you really hate this black cloud client or I, I don't know what, you know, like if you're not making enough money, if you're spending too much money, what are these things that are making you upset and feel like you're spinning out of control in your business or feeling like you're not even headed towards success in your business and your life, what is it that makes you feel that way? And, and what can immediately change in order to make you feel better? And then this is the question that I hesitated to put last because it kind of should be first, but here it is last. And that is how much money do you need to live? Like how much money do you actually need to make? Because what I find with a lot of my coaching students and a lot of people, this is also a giant eye roll in my space that are going to help you change your life and change your business and da da da. They don't actually consider the fact that like you might not have a sugar daddy to take care of your bills while you figure out your new business life right? Uh, yeah, I don't have one of those. However, it, if you did want one, there's a bunch of them in my DMs. They're probably in your DMs too. I'm probably not special. 
Anyways, the whole thing is that when you make changes to your business, there are financial implications. So if it's like, I'm not doing haircuts anymore and I cut that out cold turkey and you don't have a plan and a strategy in place in order to fill those spaces with other clients, with color clients, with your target customer, it's like, yes, there is magic that happens when you make a choice in your business and you take action and you move forward and you do the right things. But if you're not careful, you can really cut yourself into a million pieces and really be feeling terrible about your business financially. And that is never my goal. I want you to do calculated risks slowly and in the direction of the ultimate outcome because that is how you get places safely. I don't want you to get there scarred. I don't want you to like, okay, everybody's like, raise your prices, raise your prices, raise your prices. Well, maybe did you just raise your prices and now you're going to price out half your clientele and be making way less money than you are now? I'm sorry that the situation that you're in currently is that you still charge less than everybody else. But unless you are going to be willing to take an entire pay cut, right? If you have looked at this and you know that you can live off half of your salary when potentially half of them bounce on you, then I this is not the suggestion I'm making. I am always saying, well, how much do you really need and how can we make sure to guarantee that you maintain that level of income as you make these changes and then we can see how it feels. We can shake things out slowly because I do not want you to be like, well, you just said raise my prices. So I kept raising them. And then now I'm at this Instagram average, which by the way, like Instagram is not a very good barometer of what the rest of the country is actually doing. Can I just say that? Is anybody throwing eggs and tomatoes at me yet? It Yes, it's possible. But also there's there's a ton of other people out there doing all kinds of other things. Like Instagram is a tiny little thing and an Instagram hairstylist that comes across your feed is even tinier. It's such a tiny little microcosm. So don't get caught up in that. I want you to do what's right for you. And that's why we're talking about your business, your priorities, the good and the bad things, what can immediately change, what your definition of success is. Like for you, maybe it's making 100K. And for the person in the car over listening to you, maybe it's 25K a year year, right? Like you don't know. And when somebody says that they work and they're fully booked out for 10 weeks and you can't get in with me until October of 2022, how do you know I don't work two hours a week? I mean, or like two hours a month or some ridiculous nonsense number. Like, you know, you just don't know. Don't forget that Instagram is a big facade. Like, don't forget that, even though people are being like real and not wearing a filter. People still have lives and stuff going on and we never know the real truth. So like, don't do that comparison game when you create your definition of success. This is so, so important. So if you wanna make these changes in your business, you've answered these questions, you're not falling for the trap of like, you know, I can just like wave my magic wand and make a million dollars and make all these changes instantly because that's just not how business works. No real business person is going to tell you to do that right? Unless you have tons of money in the bank or sugar daddy or whatever, like that's not responsible. Okay. And now I'm like yelling at you and like slapping my hands together. Sorry. I just feel so passionate about this. And as a business coach, as someone who's truly in business of the thing that I'm coaching you on, I am own a salon and behind the chair as well. And I'm a business coach, like, and we own another business and another business, like, like literally as a business person, it's not responsible. And I just want to like shake everybody that's selling that it is possible and responsible. And it's just going to be fine and like trust and believe and uh, live, laugh, love or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just can't. 
I can't, I can't. I want you to be financially secure because without that, I recognize how difficult life can be, okay? And that's where my passion and love is coming from on all of this. And also, I'm not hating on anybody that's like really selling that. I just think that maybe there's more to it that I haven't seen, but on the surface, it feels really like setting up for a hard time. And I know it's not what they mean, but I just think it can be misconstrued. And so that's why I'm telling you here right? I told you this was going to be like extra, extra realness. So once you've decided that you're, you can make some changes, you're going to be financially okay. You know what can immediately change. You're ready to do this. You've got the good things, the bad things. You know what your new definition of success is and you know it's going to honor your priorities. What do you do? Well, you work backwards into like that first thing that can immediately change. You reverse engineer every tiny detail and you start with that first and you go slow. And you go really, really slow and you get there as best you can and keep moving in the direction of your dreams one tiny little movement at a time. And then once you've achieved that one thing that you were going to immediately change, then you find the next thing that can immediately change that would keep you in alignment with your priorities, with your definition of success and making your business be what you want. Now, sometimes... This is the last little bit that I'll leave you with because it's getting kind of long for summer school here is that sometimes we find that our entire business needs an overhaul. And, you know, unless you've got that sugar daddy thing going on, that can be tough. Or maybe you built a business that you just like actually hate, right? Or you, you just really need a whole new change. And if you can prepare long term to make big changes, go for it. You're going to use the exact same process and it's just things take time, right? Hey, my tagline, good things take time. So just make sure that you are planning far enough in advance if you want to do an overhaul. And what I would suggest is obviously do the planathon, join one of my planning workshop series, but honestly, just make sure you're putting a lot of pen to paper on the financial aspect and also to make sure that you're happy in the process because sometimes when we make big changes like this, we forget about the happiness and we just like, well, I just got to make enough money to get by or I've just got to do this or do that or, you know, I've got to do these things and you forget about your own personal happiness, which is why I say come back and honor your priorities through the entire process and make sure to take care of yourself. I think that's the ultimate lesson we are always all working on and could use a little reminder of. I hope that you are enjoying the summer school season here on the podcast. I certainly am having fun really like boiling the meat down to create these shorter episodes and to make sure that I deliver for you. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sending me DMs. Thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast. This is, I've said it before and I'm probably going to say it a hundred more times, such a labor of love, but I do it because I get to connect with you. I get to find out who listens to the podcast who say like, Lexi, this really resonated with me or, oh my gosh, that changed my business. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for being a part of my podcast family. I seriously freaking love you and I hope that you have a wonderful day.